our foster care system is shattered. And this podcast is about how we as a community can come together to bring about change, change in the system and changing the lives of children in foster care. Hi, my name is Rob Shear. I'm the founder of a national charity called Comfort Cases. I'm an advocate for children in foster care. I'm a public speaker. I'm an author of a forever family, but most important, I'm a dad to five of the most amazing kids. Welcome to the Fostering Change Podcast. Well, you know, it's hard to believe we're here at another Tuesday for another episode of Fostering Change. You know, um, it's been what a wild ride. It's so hard to believe that we are in season two. Um, We have had some great love and outpour of questions from so many people and have had some amazing guests. But, you know, I'm really lucky. A lot of the guests who appear on our show are people that I've met throughout my journey since I decided to fall into this, quote, nonprofit world. And I do call it a nonprofit world because it's a world like I have never seen before. You know, I really do know that each and every one of us have it in our heart to be part of the change the change to make our life better today than it was yesterday. You know, when we look into the eyes of children, not only should we look at the beauty that we can see within their heart, but we should always look in their eyes and see the future, the future of our tomorrow, not just theirs, but our tomorrow. And today I am so excited to actually have my friend, and I actually do get to call her my friend, Kim Rath. Kim and I became friends several years ago. Um, It just so happens we both have been through the same journey, the F word, foster care. I remember when we were actually at a conference and we got to sit next to each other and it literally was friendship from the very, very moment. You know, Kim is the founder and the executive director of Foster Alumni Mentors. And saying that word mentor, you all know how that means to me. See, each and every one of us should have a mentor. And that mentor doesn't mean just because you're in foster care and you do not have a mother or a father, but each and every one of us should find someone within our life to be a mentor. I have lots of mentors that I look up to, and I'm so, so excited that my friend Kim, she actually makes sure that other children have mentors. So Kim, welcome to Fostering Change. Thank you. Thank you for having me. It's always a delight to be on with you and just to hear you share your heart. Wow. How many times now have I had you on the show? I think this is the third time now. By the way, I think you hold the record. Um, I think you hold the record. And the reason I always love having you on the show is because you have so much information to give. You know, I, I've... I've interviewed people who have nonprofits that are dealing with 
foster care. And, um, you know, they really don't have the life experience. And I'm not saying that they don't do a great job. And I'm not saying that, you know, they're not such a big help. But the one thing I love about you, Kim, is that you, you come to the table with life experience. And the other thing that I love is that you and I have such the same mindset that if we help each other, okay, we will make our world better. Um, what, before we get started on really talking about um, how the pandemic has helped, affected all of us, what we need to do today and tomorrow for our children of the future, tell our listeners and our viewers a little bit about what your organization does. Yeah, so uh, I'm very grateful and thankful to be able to do what we do and love the support and outpouring of love that we've been given to continue doing what we're doing. So we provide mentoring for young adults who aged out of the foster care system. And I say aged out because the majority of those that we serve actually aged out of care. Uh, some of them we work with, they were in foster care and then were returned home. The others uh, were maybe giving guardianship to a relative um, and some were even adopted. And the reason we include them and we're inclusive is because we all have that, sh that same shared experience. The question of why wasn't I good enough? Why couldn't my parents get things together? Am I not worthy to be loved? Uh, so we include all of them who have those same experiences. And we do what's called a peer-to-peer -peer model. We were initially looking at doing one-on-one -on -one mentoring in the community, and a lot of the ones that we serve were not interested in making a new relationship with an adult in their life that could possibly leave them. So we started and implemented FAM time. So FAM is the acronym for Foster Alumni Mentors, and it's FAM time, like family night when people go out and, you know, they have game night or movie night. We do the same thing and we get together so that they're able to be in a, in a moment that isn't intimidating or scary, but they can have fun and get to know each other. And through that, they're building positive relationships and a support system. And it's been amazing to watch them grow because throughout the pandemic, they were reaching out to each other and asking for assistance. You know, one of our young adults got COVID and they weren't able to go to the grocery store and had nobody. And so they reached out for help within the group. And it was just amazing to see the outpour of love and people jumping up, willing to help, to give rides, to cheer each other on when they have a win or give them advice and just be there to love on them through struggles. And so we, we offer that piece. We've also recently started doing workshops where the kids tell us what they want to learn about. And we just did a workshop on how to buy a house. And we had our first alumni who just closed on their house last Wednesday. And, you know, it's these huge wins that we get to celebrate with them. And it's, it's just amazing. It's such a huge win, by the way. You know, I, for me as a guy who was a banker for 27 years, I always tell people the dream that should always be is home ownership. You know, I don't ever remember my bio parents owning a home. Um, I never thought it would ever be in my, my, you know, dream of owning a home, but, you know, home ownership, you know, it's like, it's, it's what 
I talk a lot about when it comes to people who are experiencing homelessness. I, I really believe that if we were to give them a home first, you know, we could deal with all the other problems, but first give them that stability of their home. You know, I want to I want to circle back a little bit about this fam night that you have. This is sounds so exciting. So one of the things that I've been very critical about, and as you know, Kim, I'm very boisterous about my opinion, um, and not everybody has to agree with it. But I do think it's very, very hard for all of a sudden a child who's in our foster care system, you know, who are given these quote mentors at 15, 16, 17, 18, 19 as they're aging out and expect them to build this like bond when they have been screwed for so many years. And I'm going to say screwed because that's exactly how I feel it's happened. And I love how you have taken this and looked at it in a different way and made it into a group. Do you think that 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 by doing that, that you truly are making um, even a larger impact of, of kids? And do you see a larger group of kids signing up for this? Absolutely, because it's a different, it, it's everybody that's had the same shared lived experience, but we have anywhere from 18 years old to 38 years old. And there are times that, you know, they all have these different insights and thought processes. So when somebody's going through something and they're at one of our fam times, they're able, they're, they're just chatting about it. And someone might chime in and say, hey, have you thought about this? Or have, it's like a group think almost, uh, where they're coming together and brainstorming ideas to help one another. Uh, and, and so it really has built that bond and connection for each of them. Uh, and not all of them get along. I mean, you're going to find your favorites and you're going to find the people that you don't really connect with and that's okay, but they all have that same respect for each other and that they went through the foster care system. And it's, it's a moment where they're able to just be themselves truly, genuinely, authentically be themselves and say, Hey, yeah, you know what? My dad was just arrested. And it's not this big mountain that somebody who's never experienced that before is trying to process and understand and doesn't really know how to respond or react to them. Um, it's an opportunity for these kids who have experienced the same thing and go, oh man, how are you doing with that? Instead of, oh my gosh, what happened? And it's this turns into to this feeling like you, you, you're trying to give them sympathy or help them through it when that's not what they're asking for. It's just a, a moment in their life that they need to process and get through. So how many, um, so exactly where are you located? So we're in Grand Junction, Colorado. We're a more rural area. We're four hours west of Denver. So we live, Mesa County has approximately 180,000 uh, people in our entire county. Uh, and we average about 10 youth who age out of the foster care system each year. Even 10 youth aging out of foster care without a forever family is sad, you know. And so how do you, how do the, the youth that are aging out, how do they find out about you? So we, my experience is I came from working in child welfare. 
So not only do I have the experience of being in foster care, I went and got my degree and then worked in the child welfare system to try and be that person that my caseworker was for me. And so I have those relationships and connections built there um, along with other foster care agencies. So we go around and we, we just have that that relationship, the collaboration, we work together to help them with getting the fostering youth to independence housing voucher. We work together to make sure that all of their needs, their basic needs are met. Uh, and, and really through just building that rapport with each agency, uh, making sure that all of the youth know that we're here. Because I think there's this misconception that it's only for those who are struggling and are on the verge of being put in jail or being on the verge of going down the wrong path when in reality it's for anyone who's been in the foster care system to know that they have a place that they belong that they matter and that they're loved wow you know the the fact is is that if we would help them before they get to that point of feeling they have to make that decision oh my gosh what a better life we could help you know one of the things i want to like circle back with kim because i heard you said this and you said your degree um you know you're one of the lucky ones you know for those of you who do not know i mean you actually grew up in the foster care system and you to be one of those lucky ones who made it to college um i've I know about your story and it is, um, it's not an easy story and I know it's not easy for you to share, but the fact that you took your resilience, your, your grit and you made to where you are today. And this is the thing that blows my mind. And by the way, I know your, your, your beautiful family, your amazing husband and you know, the, it's not hard having a relationship when you've gone through what you have gone through or what I have gone through. And then to come out of this and you're giving back, um, where did you get your grit from? I have no idea. I mean, growing up, I had my grandmother who like was always on me about making sure I cleaned right, or I did this right, or I did that right. Um, but she always, told me that we're always there for family no matter what, which can be a downfall and an upside, right? Uh, for, for us who were in foster care or in difficult situations. But she told me to never give up on my family and to accept them for who they are and where they're at. And, you know, it's trying at times, but I made that promise to my grandmother. And, you know, it's something just within me, I, I was parentified. I had raised my, my younger siblings while my mom was out. And it just, it just is an eight in me, I guess, that I've been able to go through so much and just continue to push and push until I get to what I want to do with the goals in my life. So how are your other siblings? So my younger brother, so I'm 10 years older than my sister and seven years older than my brother. So my little brother, he is actually in the military. He is a national guard and he has been in for almost 20 years now. Um, he's planning on retiring. He's done four tours in uh, Iraq 
And so, you know, he has his own family and they're doing great and he's broken the cycle. And uh, I'm very, very proud of him. My sister is working on breaking the cycle. Uh, she kind of got involved with things with my mother and um, she has three kiddos. Uh, one was adopted through foster care. I have custody of her middle child. Um, and then another, her third child was adopted through, it was an adoption agency called Hope's Promise. So while my sister was in jail, we were actually able to facilitate an adoption with an amazing family uh, who live on the other side of the mountain, Colorado Springs. And I really truly believe that they were my sister's saving grace in that my sister was able to choose the family that her child went to and they've kept in contact. They're friends on Facebook. Every year for Mother's Day, they send her a book with pictures of her. Um, we just met up with them this last winter in Glenwood Springs and went to the hot springs and she got to meet her daughter for the first time since she gave birth and uh, see the family. And they it's just an instant connection. You know, they said that they have a picture of her on their daughter's wall and they know that she's her tummy mommy. And, and so it's just been really great to watch my sister grow. She's been clean and sober for three years. Yes. I'm super proud of her. She's worked on getting her, um, She's a, a lead, a shift lead at a local fast food restaurant, and she passed a test to become a manager of a store. And so they're just waiting to send her out. And so she's been on a really great, great path. I love it. I love it. And the fact is, it's okay that people fall. The fact that you're there as a family to lift them up and to, to hear your story about how, what is a healthy adoption? You know, what is a healthy adoption? You know, um, you know, I have five kids. You can see my five beautiful babies that are behind me. And um, I have one birth mother who I'm so excited. She's coming on sun Saturday to have dinner with the kids. And um, and we have a great relationship. And, and even though it didn't start out that way, um, you know, we have worked so, so hard um, to, to make this relationship not about us, but about the strength of our children. You know, Kim, you've been doing a lot of great things. I know you just took a little sweet trip to Hawaii, which I was so, so proud of you for that. And there's so many other things coming on, but there is a really big, huge race that's getting ready to happen with your organization. So we're going to take a little bit of a break. And then when we get back, I want to um, talk about how people can help. Listen, everyone, I say this quite often. As nonprofits, we are only able to do what we do because of people like you. For people like you, our donors, our people that are donating their time, they're donating their money, they're donating their goods. I'm asking you to go to foster care alumni. It's actually fosteralumnimentors.org. We'll have that link on. Please, please, $1, $5, $10, every single penny helps this organization to be better today, tomorrow, and in the future. And by the way, whether you're listening to this podcast on all your favorite podcast platform, 
Apple and Google and Deezer and Spotify, and I know I've missed a ton of them, do us a favor, share, 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 share. And if you happen to be watching us this season on our YouTube channel, don't forget to subscribe. Don't forget to get your friends to, to subscribe. And if you have any questions or maybe you know somebody that would actually like to be a guest at Fostering Change, please don't hesitate to email us at fosteringchange@comfortcases.org. We'll be right back. Cut. All right. Awesome. So leading into the break was really awesome, uh, Rob, but you did have a freeze. So we're going to redo a little bit of that um, intro into the second half because it was really good. I was actually like really excited. I was like, it's so good because it was you built up the hype really well. But then it froze right after that. for just Right a as second. you started talking about the uh, the race that's coming up, you, your screen froze. We didn't, um, we didn't want to interrupt you I there. Like, so. first, I didn't, I didn't stop talking with the, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, we lost you for a good three seconds. I'd say, okay, um, do I need to do the whole entire, um, you, podcast? Google you don't, thing? if you want to just go, uh, talk about how there's the race coming up again. Um, and then we're going to talk about it in the second half and then do one line about, um, it's important to share. And then I'll use everything from the, the second, the rest of it. Okay. All right. Okay. You ready? I am ready. You guys ready? Here we go. And in three, two. So Kim, we know that you've done a lot of amazing things lately. And yeah, I love the whole entire trip to Hawaii that I got to feel like experience through all the pictures that you had texted and sent me. Um, and I'm really excited to talk about this amazing race that's getting ready to happen. So listen, everyone, I say this quite often. The only way that we as nonprofits are allowed to do the things that we do is that we need your help. We need you to donate. We need you to donate your time, to donate items. Please, you can always visit fosteralumnimentors.org. You can make a difference. We'll be right back. This episode of Fostering Change is sponsored by Comfort Cases, a national nonprofit that is inspiring our communities to bring dignity and hope to youth in foster care. You know, for just $10 a month, you can support the Comfort Cases mission to eliminate trash bags from the foster care system. For every $10 donated, a Comfort XL duffel bag will be given to a child entering foster care. Please help us be part of the change. Go to comfortcases.org and see how you can help a child entering our foster care system. Well, we are so excited to be back with our, my friend, Kim. Kim is the actual CEO. The um, Do you call yourself also the executive director? Um, also the secretary, also the fundraiser. Um, I know you carry all the hats when it comes to fosteralumnimentors.org. I do know you have an amazing board. I've met some of them, um, but there's so many great things that you do to bring awareness to your organization. But the thing that I really, really like, and guys, I have to tell you this quick story, and I actually wasn't gonna share it because I wasn't gonna embarrass Kim, 
but I'm going to do it. So several years ago, I want to say it was not last year, it was a year before, Kim reached out to me because again, as I said, we're really good friends and she wanted to do a, um, she wanted to do a marathon. And there was a new place where she lives, like a river, and correct me, Kim, it's like the River Bin or River Run, where there was, you know, um, where people could run to a brewery. <laughs> yeah. yeah, the River Run Trail. The River Run Trail. Okay, so I knew it, and I was so excited. I was so disappointed that I didn't get to go because I guess you could you could actually sign up and then you could run to this brewery and you got a free beer. so i love that idea so when she reached out to me and told me about this idea i was like oh my gosh this is that you've got to do this well she ended up not you know they ended up doing a run but now they have this is this is your third year fourth year fourth year this is her fourth year her fourth year that they've done this guys let me tell you something i have people reach out to comfort cases all the time wanting us to do these 5ks and i have done a research with an entire team and it is a lot of work it's a lot of work but let me tell you something that i don't think a lot of you list know all of our listeners and our viewers it costs a lot of money. The insurance that you have to pay for the, I mean, it is crazy, but guess what? If you get the right people behind you, it is so cost-effective and it is such a great fundraiser for the organization. So Kim, tell us when exactly your race is starting. And I wanna talk about a couple of things because number one, by the way, guys, of course, would leave it to Comfort Cases. We are one of the gold sponsors um, for this because we truly do believe in Kim's nonprofit. But Kim, tell us about this. And the real quick, the one thing I make sure, please do not live, leave out, is the guy who runs in the dinosaur outfit. <laughs> so it's, it's a funny story. It's my friend Shannon, and uh, she she was really worried about wearing it. She's stressed about it, and um, she finally decided to just wear it. And it was like the highlight of the race. Everybody remembers the dinosaur running this 0.5K down the riverfront trail going to get her beer. It's just, it's a lot of fun. And, you know, we, it's, our race is September 25th and it's both in person and virtual. I mean, with vaccines coming out and the numbers going down with COVID, we're really hoping that people will be able to just enjoy going to an event now and um, being with others and celebrating and hearing the, the awareness that comes from the event. So it's a 0.5K and it started out as the 0.5K, the race for the rest of us. So it's for those people who don't really enjoy running, but want to, <laughs> which is funny because when I first met you, you were going for a run. <laughs> <laughs> but you know, it's, a, it's 0.5K. And one of my runner friends said, well, what's the point of that? And it really got me thinking, you know, the point is to get people talking. The point is to get people talking about what happens after foster care. Because so often when I tell people that kids age out of foster care, 
and they have nobody, they're like, I didn't even think about that. It's like they go into foster care and they think that there's this, this magic fairy dust that just makes everything better and these kids are okay and all is good. But you know, there is so much more of the story after foster care. And you know, we started last year with the virtual 0.5K race. Uh, we included a 5K race, which allows for growth. It shows the growth of our organization. It shows the growth of the youth that we serve. They start at a 0.5K and they're working their way up. Now they're they're at that 5K point. They're they start out with not having anybody there for them to support them. And now they have support and they have employment. They're maybe involved in mental health services. They're, they're stable now. And so, you know, it, we really wanted to make sure that we included that piece in it and allow for those who do actually like to run to run their 5K. <laughs> I love it. I absolutely love it. And by the way, everybody who's listening and watching, it is not expensive. I mean, I am absolutely amazed how you could be either. Okay, so let's say you decide you don't want to do the race, that you don't want to do the virtual race, which, by the way, I love that whole virtual race aspect of it because people all over the country and all over the world, because I know we have viewers and watchers and, you know, listeners all over the world. But if you're not able to do that or you're not able to be there, you could do something even better. You can sponsor you know, um, Comfort Cases is sponsoring. Um, by the way, Kim, um, send me it because Fostering Change is also going to be a sponsor for this race because we truly do believe in mentoring and we believe in talking. You said this, you know, you said this and it's almost like, I mean, I always say you and I are a sister and brother from another mister because we both believe that talking is how we bring about change. And the fact that you are actually talking about it. I read something the other day about you, Kim, is that so far, and by the way, September will be here before you know it, my friends, it will be here before you know it. But I heard so far that you've raised more money so far than since you started that. Is that correct? Yes. Uh, so it's, it's been, um, you know, going through my own trauma and struggles and, uh, not believing in myself. Almost a year ago, I, I, I almost stepped down as executive director because I wanted to know, am I the right person to lead this organization? And it took a lot of soul searching and, you know, it was just put on my heart. I can't leave this organization. It's my passion. It's my heart, but it's that disbelief in myself that has to continue to strengthen. Right. And so I have an amazing board president who has pushed me. And last year she said, okay, this year you're raising $10,000. That's your goal. And I went, oh. <laughs> are you kidding me? And um, because the first year we raised, I think $1,500 above and beyond the cost of what it put was to put on the race. Second year we raised about $2,000. The third year when she put that goal in place, we raised over $10,000. And this year, our goal is $15,000. And we're already more than halfway there. Like, I'm just blown away by the amount of amazing support, like comfort cases and the people that are stepping up because they believe in what we're doing. And it just, it, it gives me goosebumps thinking about it because I finally pushed back past the barrier that kept holding me back 
thinking that I wasn't the right person for this. And you are the right person, my friend. You are. And listen, I love the fact that our friend Danielle from One Simple Wish, um, that she's also a sponsor. And by the way, all of the other listeners and all of our viewers, you have nonprofits and we all budget in our line to give to each other. And by the way, if you do not budget in your line to give to other nonprofits, you might want to rethink this, okay? Because this is what it's all about. It's about lifting each other up. And if we lift each other up, we stand taller, my friends. We stand taller. And that's why I am so excited that not only is Comfort Cases one of the sponsors, but Fostering Change will also be one of the sponsors for this amazing race. We believe in Foster Alumni Mentors. Kim, I believe in you. I know you are the right person person. And I know as just like me, it is in our blood. It's in our DNA. And it's there to make children understand they are not alone. They are not alone. And whether there's a permanency foundation for them when they age out, they need to know there's people like you, like myself, like our friend Danielle, who, by the way, gives wishes out to kids who are way, way out of foster care for many, many years. Um, this is what we're supposed to be, good humans. Listen, it has been an absolute pleasure. I cannot thank you enough. Everyone, listen, you have an opportunity please make sure you go to Foster Alumni Mentors. Please sign up, be a part of the race, okay? If you can't be a part of the race, sponsor. Some of you companies out there, $500 to be one of the sponsors is nothing. $1,500, which by the way is the max for their sponsorship is absolutely nothing for your budget. But what I will tell you it is, it is a change for a child like you could not believe. And I say this, we can take care of the children today by doing these amazing things, coming together as nonprofits, having these amazing races to be able to still have these fam meetings that they're having or wait till tomorrow because tomorrow you will take care of them. You will take care of them when we have shown them no future and they end up behind bars or teenage pregnancy. Let's do it today. Let's make our future brighter tomorrow, starting today. Kim, thank you. I love you. I cannot wait for you to be back on our show again because we are gonna follow up. Everyone, you will have the link to go exactly to Fostering Alumni Mentors. You'll be able to go through that. Please make sure you share this episode. For all of you that are listening to your favorite podcast, please share it because you never know who is going to be listening and who can actually make a difference for just one more child. Thank you, everybody. Be part of the change. Thank you. I would like to thank all of you for listening to the Fostering Change podcast. You can subscribe on all of your favorite podcast streaming platforms, including Spotify, iHeartRadio, Apple Podcasts, and Google Podcasts. Make sure you follow Comfort Cases on Facebook, 
Instagram, LinkedIn, YouTube, and Twitter at Comfort Cases. Check out the Fostering Change blog at comfortcases.org. And I know some of you have a question, and I know some of you would love to be a guest. Please personally reach out to me at fosteringchange at comfortcases.org. That's fosteringchange at comfortcases.org. Then do me a big favor. Please help spread the word. Share this podcast. Share it with your friends and your family. Remember, I say this quite often, we're all part of the same community. And that community, it's not our zip code, but our human race. Let's all make a difference.